Hi there. Welcome to Estella Canovia Shares. Thank you for listening in. And today's episode will be on our shared pain. So, what do I mean by our shared pain? We are all human beings. We are born to have emotions. Emotions serve a strong purpose for our soul's evolution and growth. Without emotions, we will be numb to joy, pain, love, bliss, anger, fear, grief, peace, and many other emotions. Hence why emotions play a vital role in helping us understand what is good for us and what is not so good for us. And when I mean good, I mean healthy. So today's topic will be a little bit sensitive. We'll be talking on, sharing on trauma and on abuse. So for those, for those people who might not want to listen to this part, you may feel free to skip it if it is too much. So we all have had faced certain types of physical, verbal, emotional, psychological, physiological trauma or abuse in some way or another. A person might have been molested, another might have been caned, and another might have just never received their parents' love or affection. Another might have been told that they were stupid or that they were never good enough. Another may have been compared to and judged by the parents constantly compared to their siblings all the time so it doesn't matter so much what kind of trauma it is or abuse it is not to say that the event did not happen or that it it isn't uh, legit or real because it is very very real and it is very very much unhealthy and unhelpful. Unfortunately, our society is not yet at the stage of evolution where adults or people around us can have enough awareness and will to actually change the ways they have been conditioned to to change their unconscious habits, thoughts, emotions, behaviors and ways of living 
And for majority of us, 80 to 90% of the entire world's population, we are all succumbed to some sort of abuse and trauma in our lives, especially in childhood. Because for some reason, adults feel power when they can hurt a child in some way. And the reason for that is because as a child themselves, another adult did that to them. So in a way, it isn't really their fault, but at the same time, it is as well, because we all have a responsibility to the way our lives play out, especially after adulthood. Because we all have the capacity of the brain that is developed and we have the choice, the willpower to change and to become aware. But it isn't easy. It isn't easy at all because when you choose to change and when you choose to release yourself from the past and from all the conditioned ways of living, especially everything that you've been taught as a child and everything you've learned as a child, if you release all these things, it can be very painful because it is technically a part of your identity. It's like losing a limb or a hand or maybe even a toe. But it really feels like a certain part of you is being cut off. That's why it isn't easy. And for a lot of people, it is a lifelong journey. Or for some, they choose to give up halfway. The most important thing, I feel, is that if we can learn to accept and just learn to make the best out of everything there is at that point in time, it would tremendously change our lives because we would not feel as guilty, as shameful. We would forgive ourselves and others more. We would release perfectionistic, judgmental, comparing tendencies. We would be more compassionate and kind to ourselves and to others in words, in actions. We would take things slower and learn to listen to our intuition more and to eat things that are healthier for us, do things that are healthier for us. Learn to connect with our inner child, inner parent, so that we can nurture ourselves properly, unlike the ways that we have been nurtured by other people or by guardians when we were young. So what is our shared pain? Our shared pain is the trauma, abuse that we have all been through in some way or another. Some people might think, oh, you know, that's not trauma, that's not abuse. But neglect is abuse. Neglect 
is trauma and for a lot of people a lot of humans they tend to go into one extreme or the other so let me give you an example of the way some Asian parents parent their children on one hand they can become helicopter parents overbearing overprotective always questioning the child where they are what are they doing who are they with controlling what time the child comes back goes out who they can be friends with what they can do always uh, bringing them to classes or study courses very academically um, focused so literally the child has no freedom and they feel suffocated this is the usual parenting style in Asia and when that happens it creates a lot of emotional trauma and psychological trauma the mental patterns of a human being can become very skewed and it can go into many ways depending on their innate personality their inner nature technically speaking it would then depend whether this child would either become a failure or become a neutral or become a success or in between all these three or none at all or even all three it's possible it really depends on the inner personality of a human being we all have that inner personality that inner nature that we have always been in- inclined to it's what I call the soul personality plus the human personality so the human personality is what we learn from our parents from our environment from our teachers and peers and from our ancestors as well as from our our past lives as well as our uh, DNA and the soul personality is one that comes solely from the soul and sometimes the soul personality does not mesh well with the human personality which then seems to have human beings who are pretty flexible in a way where they end up not really fitting into any box because every single box seems to be them so off topic the other extreme is when the parents choose to completely let go of the child and let the child do whatever they want to do they don't control anything there is no structure to their schedules they don't they are completely uninvolved uninvolved in that sense other than literally paying uh, for the child's school and tuition and having someone else take care of the child maybe and just completely 
not there. They are not physically there, not emotionally there. They just aren't there at all for their kids. And this also creates psychological trauma, emotional trauma as well. Because again, depending on the child's personality, it can go into many different ways of what kind of person the child ends up becoming as an adult. So for many of us, we are conditioned a certain way since we were children. And these things end up in our subconscious, in our unconscious, to become the way we live our life in our remaining years as an adult. And for most of us, we live life unconsciously. Although more and more of us are becoming awakened and learning to be more flexible or adaptable to our lives by bringing in more peace, more acceptance, more forgiveness, more love, more joy. We're simply learning to let go of resentment, anger, fear, grief, and to work through it all. Although most of us are awakening at this time of our lives, of this time of human evolution, I would like to invite you to think back to a painful moment in your life and how you can use that painful moment to connect with other people to bring love, awareness and human connection by sharing your pain and by listening to another's pain all of us have gone through some sort of event some sort of situation I would like to invite you to see how we are all connected on various levels because we all have this shared pain and this shared pain is simply some sort of physical, emotional, psychological, physiological trauma or abuse or pain that we have experienced. And it's not necessarily the event itself that connects people together, although it can be, but it's more so pain we have experienced and we, how we can use that to connect to others so depending on the level of depth you have gone to yourself so everyone can experience the same event but have different depths of emotion because it's about how much courage and guts you have and ability to to hold yourself in your emotional depth 
that says how how deep you have gone within yourself and how deep you are able to understand yourself and other people so for example person a was caned as a child and person b was also caned as a child but person a has huge emotional capacity and can relate to many many people on different levels of emotion but person b is completely numb and they couldn't care less about anyone else's emotions and theirs included so the 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 reason for the difference even though they both face the same situation is simply that one is the inner personality or two how much they have allowed themselves to to go in depth into their own pain so for most of us we would become very reactive at the at the start especially when we relieve our pain we are incredibly reactive we want to constantly talk about the situation that happened we want validation we want approval we want acceptance from a lot a lot of people and we will go around sharing our stories telling everyone this is our pain this is our pain do you see it do you see it this is my pain do you see it and again unfortunately for many of us because of the way our society is built we see these things as negative negative emotions and when we label it as that when we see it as that or even when we take on that person who is sharing their pain story to us it can be incredibly incredibly painful for us and we may not be able to handle it either we may withdraw we may numb ourselves or we might just tell the person oh that's nothing or i cannot understand or technically speaking you disconnect yourself from that person so when i mean share your pain i don't mean it that way i don't mean share your pain story because we all have a pain story i'm asking you to share who you are on the inside that is connected to your emotional depth whether that be pain grief sadness anger whichever it is with awareness and with compassion for yourself and others to share that with true authenticity not with the pain story the pain story can only help with so much because as much as you want to share it as much as you keep sharing it and as much as people have told us that stories connect people stories are also labels and again like i mentioned the same exact story can have a different impact on another person hence why it's not the story that matters 
it's not the situation that matters and if you're looking for validation and approval i assure you no matter how many people you share that story to no one will ever be able to validate and approve of it as much as you can for yourself and it will not feel good either it will never feel enough no matter how many people approve of it because ultimately at the end of the day you must be the one to approve of it only then will it feel enough that is one second point is that as mentioned as mentioned earlier it's about sharing your pain points and listening to other people's pain points so instead of the pain story you share your pain so what do i mean by this i mean for example if i'm sharing my pain i'd say i feel a tightening in my chest and my throat area it's hurting and i'm starting to feel quite nauseous and there is like a bubbling of anger or frustration within me something i want to get off my chest and of course i don't mean don't share your story at all because we are still human beings and we still relate through words i mean share your pain points your pain story but with awareness and not with the intention for validation or the intention to throw your garbage at another person and we all have different capacities and levels and depths of emotional abilities how much we can hold the emotion and process it inside of us inside of our being our totality as a human being that really depends on our own lessons and our own abilities my understanding is that the level of depth you have gone within yourself is the level of depth that you are able to understand in another and it's also the possibility of depth that you can reach with another and this only happens when you are authentic to yourself and to others as well and by being authentic you share the pain story but you also share the pain points and you strive to connect on a wordless level on a level that is pure emotion pure energy pure relation from human to humanness through touch maybe through the gazing of the eyes maybe 
through the softness of the voice maybe. But it's not conveyed through words. Not solely through words. It's the connecting of the heart and being present in the body while sharing your story. And even when there are no words to describe that experience or that emotion or that process, you just open up yourself totally, being vulnerable with another and of course you trust or want to trust and you allow that space to happen and when another opens themselves up as well you can receive it and then they can connect with you on an authentic level and this openness of level this authenticity is not throwing garbage at each other it is a space of presence. It is a space of holding, loving, kind, non judgmental, and completely safe space where both of you feel held, loved, seen, touched, heard completely as you are, as a human, as a soul. And there are times, once in a while, where we seem to have these connections with fleeting strangers. Where once in a long while with our loved ones, I'd like to invite you to become more vulnerable with yourself, to share your pain with yourself, but not in the form of a story, not in the form of labels like I am this or I am that, or like they did this or they did that, but instead from the viewpoint of emotions, I feel this, I feel that. Maybe they felt this, maybe they felt that. What's the higher truth in all of this? What is it that I'm not seeing? What is it that I'm not understanding? What else is there? And when you open yourself up to these possibilities, you allow for vulnerable, authentic, connections to happen with yourself and with others. I pray that one day humanity does come to this stage and I pray for all of you listening that you will give this a try even if not with others, with yourself. 
opening up a safe space, cradling, cuddling, holding, loving yourself exactly as you are, even with all the thoughts and emotions and disruptiveness and toxicness that occurs, still choosing to love yourself, choosing to forgive yourself, choosing to accept yourself and be kind to yourself. Thank you for listening today. I will be ending off with Ho'oponopono. I am sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I am sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. Namaste.